I'm Carlo, Carlo Pietro Sanfilippo, and this is my podcast. With this project, I want to explore the means, methods, tools, and examples of living on purpose, living the life we want, doing the things that light us up, things that make us feel like we're alive, growing, making a difference, and enjoying the process along the way. Welcome to It's the Journey. Okay, everybody, welcome back to another episode of It's the Journey. This is actually my 29th episode, which is really exciting for me. I've said it before, I wasn't sure how many of these I could do. I wasn't sure I could do them at all. It took me several years to get the courage to even um, to get started on this, to get the courage and have the focus and know exactly what the direction I wanted to take this. So I'm so grateful that I'm that that you're here with me. I'm grateful and excited that I've been able to do this. Even with this episode, this is the second time I recorded. I recorded a, a virtually or nearly a 30 minute episode earlier today, not that long ago, and then I went to listen to it, and it was th- this loud, horrible hiss, hissing sound, and you could barely hear me. And I tested, 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 did a bunch of stuff. And ended up just having to reboot my computer and then the stupid problem went away. So I need to start a checklist for myself of like, I need to start a checklist of, of going through the equipment. Anyway, be the, the focus for today's episode is an extension from last week's about change. I've been doing a series of uh, reels and posts on, on social media about be the change um, really reinforcing what I tried to do with both afterlife and what I'm trying to do with the examples that I'm that I'm getting and giving from various people that have been coming on the show of of taking action that that where we can doing what we can being again being the change we want to see in the world in afterlife if you read that or or if you haven't this is re- a reminder, I it was my story about things, some changes that were forced on me, and then changes I made after that. Um, tools that I use, people who helped me, that gave me the strength and confidence to make some, in the beginning, some subtle changes and some big changes that helped progressively take me more and more in the direction of my dreams, giving me each, each new thing that I did, each new sometimes discovery or rediscovery gave me more courage, enthusiasm, energy to keep going on that path. And a really exciting thing is uh, as I moved down that path, the the people who came into my life that I wouldn't have met otherwise who were like-minded and uh, pushed me and taught me and helped me to keep going that direction. So in afterlife, I talk a lot about the changes I made with my housing and the impact that made on my time and money that gave me the space and freedom to do the things, other things I wanted to do in my personal life. Now, getting rid of getting rid of my yard. I, I know I've talked about that a lot, but it, it's it's thousands of hours at this point that have that have been freed up 
of not doing things and um and thousands and thousands of dollars of of projects that i haven't had to do so that's been a that's that's had a huge impact on my life and during covid as i was finishing the book as i was working on this project i just in in all the extra time that i had to be at home and think about what i was buying cuz every you know everything you're I don't know. I became more conscious of my purchases as I was buying them online versus when I was going to the store and kind of mindlessly going through and buying the same things over and over again, which was kind of interesting that I'd be more conscious online than in, in real life. But that's how it worked. Part of it maybe was because of all the stuff I had to carry or somebody else had to be had to carry. Like um, I started thinking about the trash that we were producing and the silliness of some of the things that we were buying that maybe I didn't need to buy or I could buy differently. And some examples of that are, you know, we, my kids still drink milk, you know, and they're lot, make lattes and things like that. And um, I read somewhere that, that China really wasn't taking our, a lot of our recycling anymore. So even though we were recycling, lots of cities around the country are just, just ending up in landfills. And what a, what a waste of resources to have two sets of trucks picking that stuff up. It's, if it's really just, mostly going in the trash anyway. <clears throat> so I discovered a little store by my house that uh, is a local harvest grocery store that has milk in glass bottles that you can return the way it was <laughs> when I was a kid. That's just, that's just how you did your milk back then. Uh, so with this one, with local harvest, I think I paid a $3 deposit. And every time I go go, go get more milk. We walk down there or ride our bikes over there and you, um, bring the old bottle back and you don't have to keep paying the three bucks, but, um, it's basically like, yeah, it's a deposit. So if I ever, I don't buy milk there anymore, if I move away, I can take the bottle back and get $3. But in six months, I haven't had any trash except for the, the lid it does come with a plastic lid. But if you think of the course of a year for one family, 52 drink one of those a week, 52 bottles stacked up is a huge amount of trash. And then, so imagine, imagine if five people or 10 or 20 or a hundred or a thousand or a million people, that's, that's huge amounts of trash just for that one product. And that got me excited and it got me thinking. And so, um, I was, I had read and I keep seeing these, um, you know, these little commercials, how, however they happen on Instagram and whatever talking about, how a huge amount of our our laundry detergent, soap, and hand soap, and dish soap is mostly water weight. And so, for example, I, I and I start looking at how much plastic those big giant laundry soap things were. And if most of it was water, that was silly. So I went online and I found this company, uh, True Earth. I know there's more, that, but this is the one I've been using. And I'm not, they're not a sponsor that just, it's just, I, I like them, but, um, their product comes in this, um, biodegradable cardboard envelope, it's 32 loads of laundry in here. And each, uh, the, these strips come in like, like that, you rip them in half and that is enough soap for a load of laundry. And so this 32 loads is, you know, a matter of ounces. I didn't weigh it. It's just it's nothing 
<laughs> compared to the a big jug of soap that then when you're done, you've got this really heavy duty plastic jug that may or may not be recycled. And so it's not just about the trash and it's also about the, the energy that it takes to ship that from the store to wherever you buy it, Schnooks or Target or whatever, and then you have to drive there and you have to bring it back. So just think of the ridiculous amounts of energy for, you know, I, I, I think about it often because my building has 27 houses. And so sometimes I like to just visualize, well, what if, what if just these families stopped buying milk bottles or soy milk bottles or whatever it is? And then laundry detergent bottles and on and on and on lawnmowers. There's 27 families that don't own lawnmowers. Um, so that was exciting. And then, so then I found, I got, I, I got tired of seeing these pictures that show up. They were showing up a lot for a while of, of, um, I know you've seen them, a seahorse with its little tail wrapped around a cotton ear swab. I'm not going to say the name of the company that makes them because I don't want to get in trouble, but you know what I'm talking about. The ear swab things that most people buy that are made out of plastic that I bought my entire darn life. And I never, I never thought about these things ending up in the ocean and, and animals messing with them or having to deal with this just garbage for something that you use for like five to 10 seconds on an per ear. And then it's trash forever, dumb. So I found this company, this C Chalk Pung, and they make bamboo cotton swabs. How cool is that? The the wooden this the the handle part is made out of bamboo, which is super renewable. It grows really fast, super green. I think they pull tons of carbon out of the air as they grow because they grow so quickly. And you're not cutting down forest to make paper or wood. And you're not cutting down, um, they're not creating, you're not using plastic. And there you go. So 500 of them. I don't remember what it costs, but and I'm sure there's more. But if more and more people start using those and demanding those, then the big companies will shift. They'll shift their behavior around our demands or our needs because they want to they want to sell us stuff so shift shift your purchases and then the big companies will shift what they provide floss i found a bamboo floss i found a deodorant that comes in a cardboard tube versus a, a stupid highly engineered thick heavy plastic I, I was getting so frustrated by that and i thought well maybe there's a maybe maybe there's someone that makes it um in cardboard and sure enough there was and i got excited and then i told my uh i told my italian teacher and she goes actually well you know i don't think i don't she was telling me that uh, deodorant's pretty easy to make you can find homemade recipes online so i googled that and yeah there's a ton of recipes and it looks like it's like baking soda and coconut oil with i think some essential oils for basically i guess scent and maybe i don't know if they if they have some other purpose but i haven't experimented with that yet if you've got a recipe that you like and have used or tried um let me know i'll i'll, I'll have a comment section open on this you can comment there you can comment anywhere on social media where you see this posted let me know if you're if you make your own deodorant let me know if you got a recipe that works and i'll share that with everybody um, because yeah, then you can throw it in a, uh, a, a mason jar that you have sitting around the house that your peanut butter came in or something smaller and, and not have, you have just one less thing that you're, that's tr stupid trash. 
Um, 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 um. Oh, as far as soap goes, I also found a dish soap for like washing the dishes. That's a bar and um, brushes that are completely made out of organic materials, wood or bamboo, or I don't know, some kind of fiber. So when, when the brush is finally done and too gross to, to use or clean anymore, it you can throw it away, but then it just degrades because it's wood. So that's awesome. Um, and then I've already, I've already talked a lot on various episodes about my dryer. I, uh, I told you the story about how my, my, uh, my Italian teacher <laughs> reminded me that I don't have to use my dryer all the time to dry my clothes. So I bought a drying rack for 10 bucks. Um, when I did this carbon calculator from my house, it said that 10% of my energy was from my clothing dryer. So on average, that's 150 bucks a month for the electricity bill. So I'm saving $15 a month. So that's $180 a year, which isn't going to make any anyone rich, but it's still money and it's less carbon. It's less electricity for a $10, a $10 purchase, which I calculated as a 1700% <laughs> one year rate of return, which is pretty darn good. But anyway, yeah, then I already have a dryer. So the darn thing is going to last forever now because I barely use it. I use it for, I use it if I like totally screwed up and I have to have something dry. Um, I used it two weeks ago because it was so humid that my, the first batch I washed soured, but that's the first time that's happened in a year. So I had to rewash them and then I just dry them because I didn't want that to happen again. And then for like, sheets and stuff like that um that when i don't have time to to put them outside but anyway that is a big thing um and i've already i've been posting online a lot about the uh my goal of getting rid of a car as soon as i know what's up now i've got i know i've got a unique situation in st louis for that where uh, pretty soon i won't have an office i have to go to i figured out how to shop mostly online i can ride my i've been riding my bike as many places as i can and i've calculated that once i get rid of my car once I know what, what's going on with my kids, that's, that's, that's kind of what's keeping me from going, going there just yet. But once I know that they don't need that, then I will walk where I need to go. I'll ride my bike where I need to go. And I will Uber the rest of the time and keep that at a very, very minimum for multiple reasons. One, less less one less car that somebody owns. I've got two parking places that I'll probably rent out and I was going to donate part of that money to um, that 8 billion trees, which is another organ an organization. I just started giving some money to that. It's that you can calculate your carbon footprint and they will give you like a suggested amount to donate that goes to planting trees to reduce um pull the carbon out of the air because what they're trying to do is plant 8 billion trees on the planet before or by the time we reach 8 billion people, which is a super, super aggressive goal. But it's fun to feel like um, I'm doing something to help with that along with reducing my my expenses and my my carbon along the way. I mentioned earlier that as we take actions it's kind of fun how sometimes that influences other people and then circles back to ourselves. So one example of that, um, as I've been making these changes, my kids have started thinking of things that I hadn't thought of. 
And both of them have asked for straight razors that they now use um, or uh, for shaving instead of disposable razors. So think about that for, for young people that have, you know, 70, 60, 70, 80 years left of life. If they use that one razor for the rest of their life, that's no more trash for them for that one thing that I've thrown probably hundreds away over my lifetime, if not more. I don't want to think about that. So I will get a straight razor. I have some of the disposable ones left from from five or six years ago. I haven't bought any because I, I've had a beard for so long. I just basically use it to <laughs> clean up around the edges. So as soon as those are out, I buy one for myself, and then that's that's less trash for us. Um, 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 um. So the car, the show, the other cleaning supplies. And yeah, so those are just some examples. And and the exciting thing for me about all this is living more simply should have an overlap for people's values on, on either side of the political spectrum. If you are mostly focused about the, the, you know, making your, making a contribution to the earth and reducing your carbon footprint and trying to like make resources go further then this, all these things really should resonate with you. If you're like my parents wouldn't have thought as much about the earth, but they were the children of the depression and so thrifty and frugal. That's just what they did. They read, they, they did the reduce and reuse there wasn't recycling back then, but reducing and reusing is what you did. And you didn't do it for the earth. You did it because of money and you didn't want to waste money and you didn't want to waste resources. So um, if you're if you're just thinking about, well, trying to be fiscally responsible and responsible with your budget and having more money to do the things you want to do in, in, in life, then this makes total sense as well. Because when we waste money, we're wasting the life that we gave away to get that money or wasting every other thing that the money could be used for, uh, for yourself or people you care about or organizations you care about. So there you have it. Uh, I just wanted to give some examples of things that I've been doing to, to be the change, to feel a sense of control when you turn on social media, when you turn on the news and you check in with all that stuff, it seems like just this fire hose of negativity sometimes and all the terrible things and all the, just, you know, it, it's almost, it really makes you feel hopeless sometimes when you see the enormity of some of what we're dealing with. And my defense mechanism, my whole life for that has been to just kind of circle back to what I can do. What, what do I have power over? And so some days I just, I have to just shut off, shut off all those things and focus on what can I eat today? That's healthy. What, what's some trash I can get rid of? What are some things I can get rid of my house to make my house cleaner and neater and more organized and have less clutter. So that's all I'm trying to focus on. We, as we, as consumers can have a huge impact on things. And that doesn't mean we shouldn't vote for people that are trying to, to make the change, but we can be the change and force the change uh, from, from the ground up uh, as well. So it can be both. It can, doesn't have to be, it's not an either or, it can be both is what I'm saying, which is exciting and empowering and certainly 
feels better than just like feeling like there's nothing we can do unless somebody else comes in and saves the day. So that's all I have. Um, I hope this is helpful. I hope that you will learn something or not learn something, take something from this and do it. And if there's other things, if you have, I hope that you have ideas that you can maybe share in the comments, you can share uh, on social media comments or wherever you'd like to, to check in with the podcast and help people, um, help me and help others with more ways that we can live more simply and, um, not, not waste, not waste things. So there you go. If you're new, welcome. Thank you. Uh, don't, don't forget to like, and subscribe wherever you'd like to listen to podcasts. If you haven't checked out the book, you can get that at, um, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, virtually any, uh, bookstore. I don't know that many they're carrying it just yet, but you can order it from them. But if you want, so if you want to support your local bookstore, that's the way, that's a good way to do it. And, and if you have, or if you're inspired to leaving a review on Amazon, even if you didn't buy it from there, you can write a review or, and, or, uh, good reads is also super helpful. So that's all I have. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you as always. And I hope that you are doing something fun now that we can get out more and more, but still being safe. I hope that you um, are having fun. I hope that you are thinking about ways you can move in the direction of whatever it is that you want to be, have, or do in this life. And that along the way, you enjoy your journey. Thank you so much. Thank you.